Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Episode 165, How to Build Resilience in Your Life. If we are resilient, we are more likely to be able to cope well with life's challenges. Resilience helps us to grow and step outside of our comfort zones. We are more likely to use healthy coping mechanisms to deal with stress, tragedies and even traumatic events. We are less likely to develop mental health issues including anxiety and depression. What is resilience? Resilience is a basic psychological tool we use that helps us bounce back after life throws us a curveball. It empowers us to feel effective and capable of handling uncertainty and to take back control of our lives. Two common features of low resilience are overreacting and constant comparisons with others. But if you think you have low resilience, then don't worry, you can learn how to become more resilient. Resilience is a quality and a skill that we can be taught. Unlike other mental health skills, which can be taught when things are going badly or well, we actually need challenges in order to be more and learn to be more resilient. For it is when we are challenged, we learn what helps us to cope with life. So what works for someone else may not work for you and vice versa. I will list some self-help tips to help you. What are the common features of resilient people? People who have good resilience have a number of common features. These include mentally, emotionally, behavioural and physical features. One, these people hold on to their core values and belief. Two, they set healthy boundaries with themselves and others and have high self-esteem. Three, they limit their exposure to negative people, the media and social media. Four, people with high resilience have a good support network of positive friends, family, work and professional supports. Five, they are more likely to think positively, take clear and decisive actions and accept themselves on what they cannot change. Six, these people will set goals, prioritise and take actionable steps towards these goals. Seven, they will be flexible in their thinking, keep an open mind and expect barriers and setbacks, but know they will find a solution and learn from their past mistakes. Eight, they celebrate all their successes, no matter how small, and reward themselves appropriately. Nine, people with resilience will avoid risky behaviour and know how to reduce their stress. They use relaxation techniques and make sure they do activities to keep fit. They enjoy including with family, friends and by themselves. 10. They take time to eat healthy and get a good night's sleep. 11. These people can identify and monitor their emotions and feelings and express these in a healthy manner. How can you build resilience? These are in no particular order, but I'll start with having a good basic self-care routine in place. I feel this gives you a good foundation upon which to build. This includes meditation, journaling, gratitude, plus the usual basics we all need every day. I've listed these before and you can check out a blog and the podcast I've done on it through a link in the original blog to this podcast. Build a support system. There are multiple reasons why having a positive support system is important for your mental health. These include building your resilience but also include reduced stress, anxiety and depression. 
plus improved mental health, increased feeling of belonging and security, improved self-esteem and confidence. This does involve deleting negative people from your life and replacing them with more positive ones. I've already recorded a podcast on how to build a positive support system and you can check it out on the podcast or you can check out the links to two blogs on building a support system and deleting negative people in the link below. They list some useful tips on how to build a support system and delete negative people and how you can go about these. Accept that change is inevitable for everyone and everything. Resisting change will only cause you stress, anxiety and lead you to catastrophizing and procrastination. Yes, change can be hard to accept sometimes, but when we realise we can survive it and make a better life for ourselves in the process, we find that we can accept it more easily. Understanding how change works will help you to empower yourself to make better decisions as the process unfolds. You can check out a blog on how change works through the link in the original post. Remind yourself you always have a choice in how you respond. Meditation is a great way to help you see more clearly. It gives us the ability to stop and think before we react. We always have a choice in how we react, but we don't see that at times. So will it be an overreaction or a calm, logical response instead? Taking the time to respond can be hard at times. We can feel pressurised into an answer, but we can put people off by saying, I'll have to get back to you on that. You can take some time to practice some responses to different scenarios you know you find hard to deal with. Take the time to consider a problem and try to work through it as best you can. Then make the best decision you can and let it go. You have done your best for you in this case. Don't allow others to try and guilt trip you. You will get better and faster at making decisive decisions the more you practice. It really is only a matter of practice. Learn to accept who you are right now and forgive yourself for any past mistakes. It's time to let these things go and move forward. As you have seen above, one of the common features of people with resilience is that they accept themselves just as they are. There are many benefits to doing this, not least of which is building your resilience. We also let go of perfectionism and people-pleasing. Plus, we learn to trust our gut instinct more and have healthier boundaries, to name but a few. Build a positive mindset. There are a number of ways we can do this, including deleting negative thinking and building positive thinking. In other words, stopping the negative cycles before they begin. In time, we can learn to do this. I find meditation very helpful in teaching ourselves to do this. We can also review our responsibilities here. What are we prioritising in our life? We don't want to feel so stressed out by doing everything for others. We can't do anything for ourselves. It also means being mindful of what we are watching what you consume in terms of media, social media, films, music, books, and making these more positive. It can also include building your self-confidence, but it also means we learn to cope with our emotions and our feelings, letting go of the shame, the guilt, and managing our anger, and forgiving ourselves where necessary. Overcoming your fear of failure and success. Fear isn't all about the fear of failure. The future or success, all these can hold you back. We often have a fear of failure or success because of high standards we set ourselves. It can often be tied to perfectionism or imposter syndrome, so we can end up avoiding trying altogether. We are afraid we will be found out or we will be ashamed by our poor performance. When we view things differently, then we can change and challenge them. We can start to see the possible failure as a challenge instead. 
then we can actually be more willing to try and see that we are in fact quite capable and less likely to fail at them. Letting go of these fears will help you face your challenges head on and build your resilience along the way. We can use a number of techniques to help ourselves with these fears. These can include visualising a successful outcome, setting small realistic goals and small realistic actionable steps. Plus, don't forget to celebrate and reward yourself for all those small wins. Set goals and take actionable steps towards them every day. Part of taking charge of your life is to set goals. When we feel down, we often resist doing this as we feel what's the point. Or we set goals that are so big they overwhelm us. We have lost our self-confidence also and this doesn't help. We think we'll get started when we feel motivated again, but that doesn't seem to happen. Set smaller realistic goals to begin with and gain the momentum, self-confidence and motivation to continue from these small wins. Make these goals as small as possible. I've talked about doing this before and you can check out a link to that blog and video in the description below. Reduce the stress at the time by remembering that this too shall pass. A good slogan to remember when faced with a stressful day. If you can stop for a few minutes and take time for a breather, perhaps check out my podcast on a three minute breather, you can then ask yourself, will all this matter tomorrow, next week, next month or next year? Then imagine what your life will be like in five years from now and ask yourself some questions. One, in five years, what will I be doing? Two, on what activities, personal or professional, will I be spending my time? Three, how will you feel and think and behave at that time? Four, who will you spend time with? Five, what supports will you have in place, professionally and personally? We all need a support team, remember. If there are more specific events you imagine happening in the future, then you could ask yourself, one, how will you feel, think and behave around this particular event? Two, will you even remember it after it's happened? Three, who will be there? Four, are these people important to you? Five, what support might you need to help you with this event? Sometimes just taking the time to stop and breathe can help us put things into better perspective. It allows us to see the current challenge as just a temporary setback we can overcome. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time and if you find that this has become a problem for you and you'd like some support then schedule an appointment with me. I've also recorded a video to go along with this. There are a lot more practical steps included in the video so do check that out through the link in the description. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post and I'll place a link to it in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 